With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show here at Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com, and iHeartRadio. We come to you live every night from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. Well, tonight we'll be able to uncover the mystery of the smuggled catfish. That sounds, like, that sounds like a Hardy Boys, uh, the Hardy Boys and the Mystery of the Smuggled Catfish. Well, I'm already writing my e-zine about it. We're going to have a little animated figures oh, smuggling are. catfish. Oh, that's a-, <laughs> it's a euphemism for things that happen down here in the valley. Smuggling catfish. That can stand for a lot of different things. That's right. Okay. As long as I know. Well, as long as I know what to expect. I have the All I can say right. is I might, may have done a mini victory lap. <laughs> For just the theoretical situation that we panned out last night and, well, this morning. This morning. Oh, what glorious information flowed through the internet and the interwebs. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll be able to tell you exactly how Tiger Woods can fix everything that's happened in the course of the last 48 hours. Meanwhile, what is happening right now in San Francisco, Bryce Harper was just called out on strikes on a pitch from Jeff Samarja, that was about eight feet outside of the strike zone. Harper didn't like the call, but he turned, went back to the dugout. Still, the Nationals lead at 3 nothing in the second inning. The Nationals on top of San Francisco. Harper playing, and both Hunter Strickland playing, pending their appeal of the jurisprudence that was handed down for their part 
in a brawl from yesterday afternoon. It really would have been something if Harper had turned and fired his helmet at the home plate umpire. <laughs> a crappy You know what? He didn't get it yesterday, but you... But he would have missed him. You'd have, he'd have thrown at the home plate umpire, and he would have hit a kid in the stands. Got to work on that release point. <laughs> Got to have more netting, I think, is when Bryce Harper has a helmet in his hands. It comes down today, Bryce Harper, a four-game suspension for charging the mound. Hunter Strickland gets six games for his part in the brawl. So a reliever misses six games. Bryce Harper misses four again. Pending appeal, maybe it gets cut down a game or two, maybe not strictly. Clearly, that's where they're headed because Bryce Harper is playing tonight. Wouldn't be doing if he wasn't hoping that that was going to occur. But here's where everybody's got to just chill and relax. And I'm not going to say chillax because I absolutely hate that word. Relax. That's all right. It's a nice contraction. I I hate chillax and I hate anywho. The two words I hate people say, chillax and anywho. Get on my bad side. Say anywho. Oh no 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 no. You just do. Say chillax. Gets on my bad side. You know what? I have a very long list of pet peeves. <laughs> Those two things did not appear. They oh. might now. Uh. Now that the way you said them really took it to a next level in <sighs> terms of you know that the visceral response. I hate chillax. I hate chillax more than anywho now. Really? Oh yeah. I ch- oh yeah. Because I'm gonna chillax. Because I gotta make up a word about chilling. Okay. Now, how about chill? Or relax. Okay. Anyway, everybody's got to relax because now you've seen people go crazy on television, the radio, on the internet, the last 24 hours about the Bryce Harper, Hunter Strickland brawl. This is what's bad about Major League Baseball. I can't believe they suspended Bryce Harper. He gets four games. How does Hunter Strickland not get more for hitting him? This is awful. The unwritten rules in Major League Baseball are terrible. They need to go away because Strickland wanted to get back at Harper for hitting two home runs and walking off around the bases when he did it in the playoffs a couple years ago. All this crap needs to go away because you know what? This is what Major League Baseball does better than any other sport. They police themselves. And what happened? We had a huge brawl yesterday. It was big news. And now the suspensions come down today, and it's over. It's over. I feel bad. Michael Morris on the seven-day concussion DL because he ran into Samarja yesterday when they were getting on the field. It happens. You know, stuff like that happens. And that's where they'll have to take care of it in their own clubhouse with Strickland because there's a lot of guys that I'm sure were not terribly pleased that this – hung over for almost three years. As much as Dusty Baker yeah. in his comments said, hey, baseball with a long memory. And it's great, right? It's it's You almost hear him, and, and you change his voice to that of James Earl Jones. <laughs> baseball, Ray. And <laughs> all of that, and, you know, time is a flat circle and everything, and it, what goes around comes around. Whatever euphemism you want to use in, in phraseology. But the, the fact of the matter is... Wait, Dusty you, Baker's the Pale King? Yes. Okay. I connected it's to Dusty. philosophy. I like that. You see that? See a guy with scars uh, and he blew on his out a face. couple of guys' arms too, which is why they were ineffective. <laughs> okay. Oh, in went to the Terry, the Terry Collins School of Management. And well, no, he had it first. But the, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, you, you've got a clubhouse that was already dealing with. All right, what are you doing, Buster Posey? We discussed that quite a bit last night. Is his role or lack of involvement in the process? And now you've got Morse on the short-term DL. Shouldn't be anything long-term or or significant to the second half of their season, but still you've got a, a dugout that's still trying to find its way, struggling in the early part of the season. This isn't helping that locker room. If you disagree with what happened like Buster Posey, doesn't matter. You're a leader. 
you have to you have to stand up for your teammates even if they do something you don't like because they're your teammates. He could have stopped the brawl. He could have stopped it by grabbing on to Bryce Harper and maybe there's not that big Donnie Brook, but because Harper gets to the mound and gets to throw punches, everybody gets to the mound and you see the result. And Morris goes on the seven day DL with a concussion. So Buster Posey, same as last night. I don't care if you don't like it. You stand up for your teammates. Yeah, you but, go take care of him in, in the dugout or up the tunnel You could have taken three steps and put your, put your arms around Bryce Harper, and, and this wouldn't have happened. You could have done it. So stop, So everybody says, oh, the unwritten rules of baseball. And, yeah, good for, you know, Hunter Strickland's a dope and all. You know what? Hunter Strickland just didn't turn into the test case to go, oh, yeah, this is when you don't stand up for your team. This is when it's okay to allow a brawl to happen and, and not react because Hunter Strickland was wrong. No, the two, don't ha- the, the two don't have to go down separate highways. He can still be a dope. Yes, exactly. You can still agree that he's a dope, but then you have to fall out. Right, right. But here's the thing now. This story after today is over. There's no more, there's there's not going to be any more retaliation. There's no more blowback. Harper had two home runs and danced around the bases. Strickland had to wait three years to get back at him because he hadn't faced him in three years. That's baseball. If you think, oh, it's bad, that's baseball. Baseball has policed themselves great for 100 years. You don't need to change things. Baseball is is under the 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 mistaken conception that as we evolve, everything has to be on the table. Baseball is the only sport that, if you look at it now compared to 100 years ago, it would even look remotely like the game it is today. Everything else has gone through so many changes, but this is a case where baseball takes care of things. This is what happened. You, you, Strickland was mad. He hit Harper. Harper charged him out. They got ejected. The next day, the suspensions come out, and that's it. Even look, Hunter Strickland even said today, as far as I'm concerned, this thing is over. Let's hear from Hunter Strickland. I'm just going to go out there today and, you know, be ready to play. And, you know, yesterday's in the past. That's, you know, what happened happened. And, you know, all we can focus on is, is today and the upcoming days. It's done. It's over. Tell me how this is a bad thing. Tell me how this is, oh, baseball's got to change and the unwritten rule. Tell me how it's a bad It's over. This is how it goes with all brawls. If – Major League Baseball had simply allowed the Mets Chase Utley thing to end. But no, no, no. They got to get involved with all this kind of crazy stuff. Utley even said, just hit me from the playoffs two years ago. Just don't throw up my head. Right. But baseball's got to get involved, and Joe Torre's got to throw this down. And then Syndergaard throws behind Utley and gets thrown out of a game. It was ridiculous. Baseball, just let the players do it. They know what they're doing. They've been doing this for a long time. Some of the unwritten rules, that this is how you play the game. This is part of it. Well, baseball and hockey. Hockey's the same thing. You take a run at one of our guys, it's you're going to end up there. And the two combatants, they finish it. You're the odd man in, you get the, the penalty, and, and there's bigger problems. So normally you see the two guys until someone's down on the ice, and that's it. Nobody gets involved. They skate around. They might be chanting something, might be cursing the guy out, but that's it. In baseball, it's been the same way. And you saw how many baseball players, former players, and People around the game said, yeah, that, that's kind of the way it goes. So people getting mad about it, get over it. It's, you know, Strickland again. You, you can wonder about holding that grudge, but he has memory in, in long memory. Going back, going back to Bryce Harper standing there watching a ball fly for about eight seconds. You know, I mean, he did a standing eight count. If you had Judge Mills Lane in there, he would have been <laughs> calling him out on his feet before he actually started running around the bases on that first home run. Now, let's take this end of it now. The Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Phone number is 877-99 on Fox. Let's say, for all the people that say, oh, this is bad, let's get rid of the dugout brawl. Let's say there was no brawl. 
things would end worse in situations like this because you have Strickland giving up the home runs to Bryce Harper. If there was no retaliation, what would happen the next time Bryce Harper got on base, slid into second base, or someone had the chance to slide into a bat? I mean, Harper plays right field. But any chance Harper you would have to injure the guy? Well, you spike him You would spike, in. and then suddenly yeah. now a guy's missing a lot of time. Now a guy's missing weeks and months, and it becomes vindictive. And then there would be getting back at the guy who got Bryce Harper for that spike or whatever it was that twisted his ankle or broke his foot or whatever it is. That's what happens. You have to be able to, when there is tension and there is controversy, you got to be able to let the air out of the balloon. And this is what brawls do at times. They let the air out of the balloon. They got Everybody got on the field. They pushed and, they pushed and pulled and forward. Strickland got a punch in at Harper. Harper got a punch in at Strickland. They got what they wanted, and now we move on. And the air in that tension balloon is now gone. And everybody can move on, and they can have their seasons. If you didn't have this, things would boil over even worse than this. Look, I feel bad for Morse, who ran into Samarja and goes on the list for a concussion. But, number one, watch out for Jeff Samarja. Number two, Buster Posey could have stopped it. But by and large, all these brawls do is anytime something is festering, then it gets taken care of. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing out of this is go back to the Harper comments. They didn't make a whole lot of sense. They weren't very conclusive. But what it showed you is, well, I had to do something. Just felt I had yeah. to do something. And that's and, fine. If you and, did, and you he, did. And he made the steps out, and he didn't throw Buster Posey under the bus, but you can almost look at the way he was talking in, in the postgame press conference, you know, by his, by his locker, and going through just kind of saying, well, I, I kind of expected someone to get in the way. Yeah, he doesn't he, say he it no explicitly. He couldn't take he three steps out. Steps. He couldn't take three steps out and then not go down because nobody was holding him back. He thought P- Posey's going to come over, put his arm over. I guarantee well, you, he didn't want to charge him. Worse comes over, or whoever comes over, yeah. someone gets in the way and and keeps you from doing it. And instead, well, we we had what we had: the bad first punch that looked terrible, almost looked like he was jabbing on a speed bag. <laughs> when he missed that that short little jab, but but in the end, it Morse got the worst of it. The two combatants realize, hey, it's baseball. We clap our hands and we move forward. Yeah, and that's the you don't have to get involved. I mean, you're coming in from the side, you know, pull people away. But you get you know you want to get involved in the middle of things. Look, the tensions were there, and you know what? That's what happens in a brawl. By and large, the brawls they police themselves. Oh, let's hear Bruce Bochy who uh, had this to say about the brawl the day after. I hope they're all dead. Oh, no! (laughs) Bob Knight from the top rope. Wow. Twitter and help out of Fresca. Jason, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, wait till you hear the new details for Tiger Woods' DUI. I'm very, very excited about it. Tim, I know it's in Florida, but you have to slow your roll. And on the flip side of Tiger Woods' coin, we're going to solve his problems for him. That's how it goes. We do that next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And before we get to Tiger Woods and the crazy developments today, right now in Anaheim, Albert Pujols is batting with the Angels leading 9-2. Pujols went deep for home run number 599 in the bottom of the first inning. He's facing a full count right now, going to take you there for what could be history and home run number 600. At, at this rate, Pujols could bat about 11 more times in this game against the Braves. I'm just going to call it what it is, Smith. 
That's one where you, you serve it up, Jackson. You're going to get a light, nice bonus <laughs> for the rest of your life signing 8x10s and 11x14s and baseballs for giving up number 600. He had a good pitch on that last one that he ripped foul. He just hit it foul, but it was a it was a very good pitch. He had his chance. He just got out in front of it. Uh, Bartolo Colon left this game after two innings, gave up nine runs, just two earned. So if you if you started him in fantasy night, you're like, oh, <laughs> ah, well, it could have been worse. All right, hey, you know, all right, only two earned, only two earned. Nine, well, one of the errors was his own. Yeah, uh, but that's okay. You, you go through it. And <laughs> in the, fantasy, that's all is, right. But this is nine <laughs> runs by the Angels their total over a week at times earlier in this season. And with no Mike Trout, the question was, are they going to have any offense? Well, bring the Braves to town, and that'll mask things See, for a little while. What did while. I tell you? Trout's overrated. Look, they're a better team without him. Oh, how hot take nonsense. The Angels are better whoop, with, without whoop, Mike Trout. Whoop. Look at how oh, they all they came together him. and did their part. Look at EY Jr. in center field. Oh, he was with the Mets like eight years ago, and I thought his career was over. He's got a hit and a run scored in RBI tonight. Cole Calhoun is now hitting over 200. Oh, the Halos yell better without Mike Trout. It's one of the great things when you listen to baseball as, as we have our long commutes here in Southern California and you're sitting in traffic, and you might be wherever you are, maybe maybe here uh, locally as well. Uh, we, we thank you for taking a few minutes to listen with us. And we, we listen to baseball games, and you'll hear a, a name in a lineup, and you go, wait a minute, still playing? Like, you, you try to pry – do your best to keep oh, apprised of everything you. that's going on in Major League Baseball rosters. But then there's that one guy that you it, the name just hits the ear wrong. It's like, wait a minute. This would be year 15 if that's like, – he's still in the league. I, I, I guarantee you last year when the Indians were in the playoffs, people tuned in and half the baseball fans would expect to see Kenny Lofton in center field for the Indians. <laughs> half the fans, oh, Kenny, Kenny Lofton's in center field for the Indians. I like that. So, again, uh, we're watching right now Albert Pujols. 599 career home runs, obviously one away from the magical number 600. He homered in the first inning off of Bartolo Colon. Uh, we'll keep you updated there. The Angels get out with no further runs in the third inning, so Pujols got a ways to go before Pujols comes up again. Meanwhile, details on the Tiger Woods DUI have emerged, and they are startling. First of all, everything that TMZ reported yesterday turned out to be wrong. Erroneous. Tiger was combative. He was just late. His car was weaving in and Erroneous. out of traffic. I hope that Erroneous. check didn't clear them. Everything TMZ counts. had was wrong. So today might not have been a great day to be, you know, hanging out in Harvey Levin's newsroom. But when the police report was released earlier today, this is the facts. These are the facts as. They are known about Tiger Woods' DUI. The police had to wake him up when they approached his car running at 3 o'clock in the morning early on Monday. Tiger Woods had extremely slow and slurred speech, struggled with several roadside tasks. He changed his story about where he was going and where he was coming from, originally saying he was coming from L.A. and on his way to Orange County. That's 3,000 miles away. You were in Jupiter, Florida. You are not in Los Angeles driving to Orange County, or the OC, as we call it out here. Then he said he had no idea where he was. There were also evidences of a beat-up driver's side of his car. Two of the tires were flat. This is the state Tiger Woods was pulled over in on Monday. His blood alcohol test comes back, 0.00, which means no alcohol, and Blutarski's GPA. 
which matches Tiger Woods' statement that he was under the influence of prescription medication. Now, without knowing what it is, he had taken Ambien before when he ran into the fire hydrant outside his house and Elon Nordigan was chasing him out with a golf club after he admitted to serial cheating back in 2009. So is it Ambien? Something like that. This is very similar to how you react when you're under the influence of Ambien. But with everything going on now, knowing these facts as we have them, I mean, dude, when you think you're in L.A. and you're in Florida, I mean, come on. I mean, I know you travel a lot, but dude, well, if come you were on, in man. a rock band, it oh. could be that. Because no town rocks like Cleveland. I like that you looked at a faux guitar and I turned it over in your guitar. hands as we're on radio. This that is, made for a really good visual for Alex yeah, Teicher. This is performance theater, buddy. I had to do it to give the right pause to say Cleveland, so you knew what I was saying. Method, method acting. I get it. But here's the point now: what Tiger Woods needs to do. Because with everybody, Jack Nicholas is weighs in today and says, oh, Tiger needs help. He needs our help. Tiger Woods needs to go to drug rehab because this is prescription medication. This is pills, whatever it is. When you're found in that state, your car is messed up. You got flat tires. You're asleep at the wheel. You don't know where you are. You have to go to drug rehab. Not just, oh, I got to. No, no. You have to go to rehab. And here's the plan. And this is what gets Tiger Woods back. This is rock bottom for him. Okay. You go to drug rehab, and then you come out of it. And if you want to ever be Tiger Woods again, you do a reality show. You do a reality show about, quote, Tiger's comeback. And any of many networks will bid on it to pick it up to air it. It's not just going to be, well, we're going to throw it on the Golf Channel at, you know, 9 o'clock on a Thursday night. But you go to drug rehab. Take care of it because you, you need to take care of that first. And then... You want help? Because Jack Nicholas says Tiger needs our help. Tiger is the biggest loner in all of sports. He's the biggest loner. I don't know that he has friends. How is he going to get the help he needs? We will start rooting for Tiger Woods again. Take us along your recovery. Take us inside who you are. We have we have not once been able to know anything really about Tiger Woods' life Outside of breaking news, what happens when he hits fire hydrants and, and when people around him who are involved in his life start talking? There's been no one close to him in his life that started talking. We rooted for Tiger Woods the first time around because he was so good. But now he shows that he's human and he has the same difficulties that a lot of us have with drugs or alcohol and driving under the influence, whatever it is. But if he goes to rehab, comes out, and you can call it Glass Tiger, and you could play Don't Forget Me While I'm Gone would be an awesome song to play. To be That could be the theme song for it since it is the Glass Tiger song. He would get the public back on his side again, and it would be about Tiger's comeback, and he can have that second act because people would feel like now he's letting us in, now we know him, and everybody would give him that hug instead of going, boy, now Tiger Woods the last few years has been a missed tooth while he's cheering on Lindsey Vaughn, the dirty Santa Claus photo. Now this mugshot's going to stand for the last 10 years of his life. Get rid of that and change the narrative. Drug rehab first, so we know you're taking care of business. Then come out, document your recovery and your comeback. People will watch, people will be intrigued, because you are letting the biggest star in the world, we are letting, we are now getting behind the rope, and we are seeing exactly what Tiger Woods' life is like. I'm normally not the guy to say, okay, reality show's going to be great for you, but it will be great for Tiger Woods. Well, that's assuming he cares about the public persona at this point. 
and I don't I don't know necessarily he still where thinks he's, he's Tiger at. Woods. Well, that's the point. But, he's not Tiger but Woods that's anymore. That's the point. A, a week ago, he was talking about how great he was. I don't know that it's necessarily other other than as you suggest, perhaps from the PR angle of hey, look what I'm doing. Could have just had one horrible night. I don't. We don't know the intricacies of Tiger Woods' life. Well, I know a guy that well, might have had one bad night. We I know, know he's had a lot of injuries, so prescription pills are certainly in the process. But I don't pretend to play a doctor on the radio to say he's got to go to rehab. But I'll go with I'll his say words. He had, he had a bad night. He said, I am feeling better than I ever have. I am pain-free. Everything is great. He already was under the influence of pills once when he got in the accident. Now here's another time. Yeah, you got to go to rehab. I, I'm pretty sure you have to go do that now. Okay, doctor. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I, that's what I, I, hope, I hope if he needs you help, know what? That's that what he I would finds tell somebody it. in my family. If I found out eight years ago somebody in my family hit a fire hydrant because they were under the influence of, of something when they got in their car, and then a few years later the same kind of thing happens again, I would say you got to go get help. you got to go to rehab. He's got to go get with his team, figure out if he does have a problem, we hope he gets help. And for anybody that's watched this unfold, if it's a wake-up call or, or whatever, then, then certainly go get the help you need as well. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harbin live from the Geico Studios. Phone number is 877-99 on Fox. Love more on Tiger Woods and solving his problems coming up later on in the show. But in one minute, big news today as it comes to the NBA draft and who could be going one, two, in what order. But first, let's find out what's trending. This is such an underrated song, oh, by the way. Glass Tiger, that's our reality show. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason. Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com right now and see how much you can save. Well, big news when it comes to the NBA draft. Markel Fultz had a conversation with the Boston Celtics saying, please, 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 please pick me number one overall. And it was announced just about an hour or so ago. Lonzo Ball will work out one time on June 7th only for the Los Angeles Lakers. Joining us now on the hotline. Fox Sports College Hoops draft expert and guru Aaron Torres, who has watched every move the Ball family's had basically since LeVar Ball was three years old. He's with us now. What's happening, Aaron? It's been exhausting, but it's been fun, guys. <laughs> it's been exhausting, but fun. You know, I actually love that family. They, they crack, LeVar has uh, cracked me up, as I told you, the first time I came on. He is the exact same person uh, that you see on ESPN and Fox Sports and everything today. Uh, that he was when I first met him several years ago. Obviously, you know, incident aside that happened on, you know, uh, uh, you know Fox Sports Radio a few weeks ago. Uh, he's a great guy, and, and it's been fun to see this journey. I, by the way, I, not to get too far off subject, I am amazed at how much people care about what he say. I, as crazy as it sounds, I think he might be the single most polarizing person in sports right now. And you would think it'd be LeBron James, you know, Whoever, but I, I think it's him. It's unbelievable the reaction that he causes every time he does something. So you, you by and large, all the stuff you know of him, this stuff that's happened is he's misunderstood. He's just allowed the spotlight to get away from him with what he's talking about. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, no, I don't. I don't think so at all. I mean, I, I think that he is a person that is going to be himself, whether the spotlight is on him or not. I think I probably told you guys this story. Uh, when I first came on with you, but, but when I first met him, I think Alonzo was maybe a sophomore in high school at the time. He had just committed to UCLA, and I was talking to him in the gym. And first of all, you know, that he, there was a gym, probably about 150 people in there. You know, barely anyone knew who he was or who his sons were. 
and he was the center of attention. He was the center of the universe in that gym, you know, and uh, as I, as I may have told you guys, you know, I asked him, you know, so, so what are the scouts saying about your son? You know, who are they comparing him to blah, 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 whatever. And he says, Oh, my son's Magic Johnson with a better jump shot. Like, and he just said it very matter of fact, very like, like it was like, it was such common sense that I was ignorant for not knowing it. And, you know, this is just who he is. You know, he makes bold proclamations, but I'll tell you what, so far, every one of them has come true. You know, his three sons all have scholarships to one of the best basketball programs in the country, and his oldest could potentially be a top two, top three draft pick in a couple weeks. All right, let me ask you this before we get to the Markel Fultz part of it now. They're only working out for the Lakers. If another team drafts him, if the Celtics do, or Celtics make a trade, someone moves up, is he going to pull an Eli Manning? Is it going to be it's the Lakers or nobody, you trade us here, we're not playing for you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, look, I, I think one thing that's, uh, you know, I don't know if misreported is the right word, but, you know, I think there are actually probably some, there are more people than you think that are not in a rush to work out for the Celtics because as we saw in this playoffs, you know, they're a deep veteran filled team. And I think a lot of people look at what Jalen Brown, uh, you know, what happened with Jalen Brown this year, where he's probably one of the two or three most talented rookies uh, in this class, and he just didn't get very much playing time until the end of the year because, you know, Boston is so talented. So I don't think the Ball family are the only ones. And I could be mistaken, but I thought that I, I, I read in that report from Yahoo that they would consider working out for other teams. I do think ultimately at some point cooler heads will prevail and, you know, another workout or two will happen. But what I will say is, is this is this is generally how the draft works. If you know, you know, kind of in the, the ballpark of where you're going, you limit your workouts. Um, so, but they are obviously, it, certainly if they only worked out for the Lakers, they would be taking it to an extreme example. But it's not a total surprise that, they're, that they are <clears throat> work, not working out for the Celtics. But to answer your question, I kind of got off subject once again there. No, if the Celtics draft them, Lonzo's playing for the Celtics, you know, day one, you know, day one, game one next year. Um, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it's the right fit. But, but you know, as, as LeVar has stated many times, Lonzo's goal is to make it to the NBA, and that, that hasn't changed regardless of where he ends up. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, college hoops expert, draft expert, most of all, as we get prepared for later on post-NBA finals in well, a month's time, or maybe two. Uh, we might have long gray beards by the time they actually play a game. It's Aaron Torres. Follow him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. So, Aaron, as we look at the top of the draft and, and even as we get those first 10, 15 guys, a lot of point guard action. Any chance the, the Celtics pull a rope-a-dope and go in a different direction? Yeah, you know, look, I've said since day one that I think Jason Tatum, as he gets into these individual workouts, he is, you know, about as gifted of a scorer as I've ever seen at the high school level. And I, I don't think it was fully, uh, you know, displayed at Duke for a number of reasons. One, they didn't have a real point guard. Two, you know, they had a lot of wing players, that, you know, between Kennard and Grayson Allen. And three, it was just kind of a dysfunctional team all year. And, oh, by the way, Tatum got hurt. And so I, I still think that when the Boston Celtics get in the mix there and they get all these guys in, 
I think he's going to do some things that wow them, and then it becomes a question of kind of need versus want. You know, do, do you need uh, you know a, a wing score that he might be able to provide, or do you go with uh, you know maybe the safer bet, quote unquote, in Markel Fultz? I don't think this is by any stretch a done deal. Look, if I was in Vegas tonight and you gave me. You know, my I had to bet my life savings on one guy. I'd still bet false, but I, I still think Tatum could come up into that mix. Alonzo, I think, would be a stretch. Josh Jackson would be a stretch. But Tatum would be the guy that I would identify as most likely to knock Markel Fultz off that top perch. I want to see them go crazy and just trade the pick altogether. Let's just go <laughs> off the board. Just get rid of it and, and, and deal with what you have. Trade it to the Knicks for Carmelo. <laughs> you <Whoa>. sure? <laughs> come on now. Well, you know. It was funny, the day after the lottery, I got hit up by a bunch of uh, Indiana radio stations asking me what the Pacers should do if they end up with the number one pick. So, uh, you know, that would obviously come via a Paul George trade, and, and, you know, obviously there are other guys that could potentially be on the trading block as well. I still don't think that's totally out of the question. I think that that will remain an interesting storyline in the lead-up to the draft is do, do the Celtics kind of look at where they are, realize that maybe – you know, uh, I, I don't know that the window that, that they have isn't quite as big as they think it is and, and maybe trying to make that move. I still think it's an interesting subplot. Again, I think it's, it's you know, to quote Ted Wells, more less probable than not or whatever, but uh, you just <laughs> never know in the lead-up to the draft. You can follow him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. That's at Aaron underscore Torres. And, of course, his book, One and Fun, available on Amazon about the 2010 Kentucky Wildcats. As always, appreciate it, Aaron. We'll talk to you soon. And when the Knicks make that trade, we'll call you back. And I will say where I got the scoop right here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> You're the guys. best, buddy. Thanks, you, Aaron. Buddy. Have fun. You know, that that's the thing. Look, we've talked about that, that, hey, the Celtics' number one thing they got to look at is, do we trade the number one pick for Paul George? As long as Paul George agrees to a long-term contract, whether it's with the him Celtics, or, or Butler, do we make it that trade? The other, I mean, that you've got viable veteran players now, but that's the thing is that you've got to get the pen in his hand, and whether it becomes the auto signature and just makes his arm move, he's got to have a long-term deal in place. Otherwise, he's a one-year rental because he's probably coming back and waving to you down the street here in Southern California. Could, and you also have to say, okay, I'm staying. Is Isaiah Thomas staying? Now, because, you know, he's got one more year, and then suddenly he's a free. Now suddenly the Celtics are, are you know, you trade that pick, and you're giving, giving out, you know, $300 million at one point. That's, that's, that's a hell of an investment to make with that trading that number one pick. Well, especially when you look at Isaiah Thomas also just turned 28. A couple of teams had a monster breakthrough mm-hmm. season. Are you convinced that that carries forward? Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, the draft. Is coming and it's gonna be fun. Twitter at How About a Fresca. I'm Jason. He's my best friend, Mike Hartman, who you're gonna find out coming up next is a man ahead of his time. We're going catfishing. Fox. <coughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason Mike Hartman live from the Geico Studios. Great news, great news. There's a quick way you could save some money. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Well, the day after Catfishgate, details emerged about Predators fan Jacob Waddle, who smuggled a catfish into the arena last night for Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final in Pittsburgh. 
threw it on the ice with Nashville down 3 nothing, And it was after this that the Predators started their comeback. The Predator fan uh, snuck in a catfish here, Doc. The local fish markets <laughs> uh, did uh, go on television yesterday and said they, they checked very carefully such things as phone numbers and, and credit card uh, zip codes and things like that before they were going to sell a catfish locally here it has uh, oh, cash for catfish or oh, it, 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 you just had to you had to be you had to be interested in eating it conventionally at home over this holiday weekend or they weren't going to sell it to you so that was the description the play-by-play NBC Sports on the call Doc Emmerich who he probably never thought would be breaking down not selling catfish but today Waddle went on a Tennessee radio station 104.5 The Zone in Nashville and described all that went into his catfish throw. He paid 350 bucks for tickets to the game. For a pair of tickets, though. Right. Right, because it's over 1300 bucks to get into a game in Nashville. So this is kind of a big deal. Well, a ticket for him and one for the catfish. <laughs> so he bought a catfish like a child at, a ten- at a Tennessee market that was entirely too big. So he sprayed it down with Old Spice cologne and threw it in a cooler for the trip to Pittsburgh. So before the game, he fillets the fish at a relative's house, cuts out part of the, the catfish, and then ran it over with his truck in an attempt to better conceal That's it. That's the key part of this equation. Though. I'm going to run I this had... thing over with my truck while I'm getting this catfish in. He stashes the fish over his underwear and then under a pair of compression shorts and baggy shorts. So he's got underwear, and then it's a fish, and then it's compression shorts to keep the fish there. That smells like Old Spice that's in contact with his skin. He waits for a stoppage in play, gets down to a lower bowl, throws the catfish onto the ice. The Predators come back to tie it 3-3, but they wind up falling short 5-3. And I laughed at you last night. Yeah, you did. When I said, how are you getting this catfish in the game? And you said, you're taping it to the bottom of your leg in a big bag. And I said, you're going to get found out. Turns out the guy just had to put the catfish in his shorts near his feel-good area. Just hope that the fish was dead. Well, running it over with a car, I guess, you know, kind of. That's a final. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, then had to wait for the opportune moment to pull that fish out of his shorts. Well, and as we watched everything unfold in the Geico studios, and I offered my theory of that, Mm. offering to maybe strap catfish to my legs if someone else paid for it to make it work. Because it had to be even. You had to make sure that there wasn't you weren't weighed down on one side, and you laughed at my. Why is theory. this guy limping? He's got a catfish tied to his leg. Ah. I, here's one of the great quotes from the radio station, though. "Quote: I'm pretty sure we'll be able we'll win that battle." Now he's had an awful lot of offers to help him, yeah. with his legal concerns, yes. including our own Clay Travis. Uh, he's been charged with disorderly he, conduct, possessing instruments of crime, and disrupting meetings and processions. Yeah, and up to six years in in jail is where he's ah. looking at. But here's the the money part of this quote. I'm just stubborn enough, as you can probably tell by strapping a catfish to my crotch, to go up there and fight it. Oh, of course. If a guy would do that, he'll do this anything. This guy became a legend, though. You, you know, he's like he's like underestimating LeVar Ball. Don't treat LeVar Ball like he's just another parent. Don't treat this kid like he's just another crazy fan. If he went to that length to get a catfish on the ice, he will fight you whiskers and nail. Throw the, I, that, I shed his head. And he will fight that whiskers and nail, TJ. Yeah, I, I, I produced a wear, wear the Catfish. Mm. You got to wear the Catfish t-shirt. Yeah. Nice. You should have it a picture of, like, your leg 
and and a, a catfish. Well, that's the it. next iteration. Oh, okay. I didn't think people would be able to handle my meaty quads and calves right off the jump. You got to lead up to that. What do you got, Gold Headphones? The Predators have to get Ozzy Osbourne to sing the national anthem for Game Three, and then when he's done, just bite a penguin's head off and throw it on the oh, ice. Oh wow! Oh, wow. that's next level. I thought you were going to say bite a catfish's head off and throw it on the ice. I mean, that's the only way to pay him back, no? He bites some penguins. I mean, they're taking this guy to jail for a catfish. I don't know, man. The penguins have, like, a tough nose. I don't know that you can hey, just bite it's Ozzy. He disrupted their not meeting. Not just any man. This is Ozzy. This is one of those things where you start going back through the statutes that are, like, 200 years old. It's like, aha, we got one here where he's disrupting a public meeting. <laughs> He walked in, and we were the the Tories and the Whigs were arguing about what taxes we could put on tea, and then the catfish was thrown in the middle, and our meeting was completely disrupted. Much different story of the founding of the country if, mm. from the Geico Studios. We were talking about catfish being thrown in instead yeah. of tea. Not, it wasn't a tea party. Not the last catfish. you will hear of this story tonight, but coming up next, we're going to talk possible Major League Baseball history. Coming your way next. It's the Jason Smith Show right here on Fox Sports Radio. Is this where you just keep yelling, I love you all! I'll bite the head off a penguin for you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, pretty much it's Ozzy night in the show after Justin Frostberg's idea a few minutes ago. After the kid who threw the catfish on the ice in Pittsburgh last night was charged with a myriad of crimes, Frostberg says to get even in Nashville, forget about Carrie Underwood. Forget about Brad Paisley, even Jennifer Nettles. Have Ozzy Osbourne sing the national anthem and then bite the head off a live penguin following its conclusion. Does Zach Wilde get to come out there yeah. and bounce whoever the country music singer that was supposed to do the anthem is? Bump him off the spot? Uh, no, I think you just have Ozzy come out. Brilliant! May not know where he is. Who knows? Hey, He hey. sings, and you give him a penguin. It's a nice consolation prize. That's a nice prize. Not just any penguin. You don't just hand him any penguin. You want Ron Say. No, you hand him a penguin that says bat on it. Oh. Wow. Okay. So it's a penguin wearing a bat, and he's going, don't bite me, don't bite me, don't bite me. Hey, hey, chicken of the cave. Okay. Chicken of the cave? Is that even a thing? For those four people that saw Anchorman 2. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) You imagine Ozzy comes out of a penguin, or as you know, our listener Frank said, "Oh no, have him just eat penguins ice cream." You can, oh, nice! You can go quickly. and you know go and get some frozen yogurt at Penguins. That's two, pretty good. Two Aussies, one cone. Uh, oh wow! Now see, you just, you're going to hell. You but, just <laughs> put a visual back in my head I hadn't thought of in years, and now I'm never gonna. It's never gonna leave again. Poop fest. Hey, hey welcome yes. in the Jason <laughs> Smith Show here from the Geico Hot <laughs> Sports Radio Studios. You guys, oh! As we, we ponder special effects. <laughs> this show just went from biting the head off a live penguin to that. Because my brain was going Ooh. down the highway of, okay, we've got yeah. great special effects artists that could create a, a faux mm-hmm. penguin for us to pull this off. Sure. And make it a big spectacle I like without getting those yes. four people from PETA. A fake penguin. A, bites the head off a fake penguin. And How instead, a, he took it in a whole other direction. How about an emperor penguin? Just bring out one of those big bad boys. Have them come out. That's pretty good. Might be as tall as Ozzy. Get after it. <laughs> just waddles out there. Hey, that penguin's waddling. You think he's got a catfish taped to his leg? No, I don't know. He's just waddling back and forth. On either side, he's but waddling. see how he ends up back at the at, at balance. So he's got two catfish. 
Oh boy! Wow, that's a wow. That's that's a that's a roller coaster ride that got out of control in the yes! first minute. Uh, Welcome in history in Major League Baseball. That Welcome inside quickly. It is the Jason Smith Show. I'm Jason, alongside me, Mike Harmon, and two guys on the other side of the glass who are absolutely going to hell like a demon drop ride. Just, I whoa, hope they're all dead, falling and falling. Justin Frostberg and Alex Teicher. Meanwhile, Albert Pujols. Connected for home run number 599 in the first inning off of Bartolo Colon. No, not his 599th career off of Colon. It was his 599 for his career. Was one home run away from the magical number of 600. We brought you his at-bat last hour on the show. He was walked on a 3-2 pitch where the pitch bounced in front of the plate. Jackson wanting no part of him. He just flew out to right field again in the sixth inning. So... We may get one more at bat from him. The Angels have this game in hand. Angels lead the Braves right now 9-2 to two, going to the top of the seventh inning. So maybe if the Angels get a couple of runners on, but if not, potentially that could be it for Pujols for the night right now. He is 2-for-3 three with three RBIs and a walk. Now here's the thing about Pujols. When he hits number 600, I'll, 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 I'll pull the curtain back for you. When Albert Pujols hits number 600, every radio host and talking head in the world is going to panic because there is nothing anybody knows what to say about Albert Pujols. Because Albert Pujols' career has been one thing. He has hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. And even when he hasn't hit well for a full season, the final numbers are there, right? He's been a guy that at points during this contract, which we all – Agree, the second half of it, eh, you're not very excited about where you're headed. But the numbers have been there. They've been out of contention, just like Mike Trout last year wins mm-hmm. the MVP, even though he didn't take any meaningful at-bats. Albert Pujols, likewise, put up pretty strong numbers after a miserable start. He's been with the Angels now for six years, and he came over from St. Louis, and the back half of this contract is going to be terrible. But so far, he has produced. All right, he... He was 37 and 99 his first year, then he was 30 and 105, limited to 100 games, 17 and 64, 28 and 105, 40 and 95, 31 and 119 last year. He's 8 and 38 now so far this season. He's got 38 RBIs through 46 games so far. Hot take nonsense. The Angels are better off without Mike Trout. <laughs> but Albert Pujols is the most boring star in the history of sports. When you talk about the level he is at now, at 600 home runs, and likely he's going to threaten 700. 762, maybe not. It depends. But likely he's going to threaten 700. The guy's a first ballot, unanimous Hall of Famer. He's got the World Series ring to go along with the mashing numbers. For his career, he's a 35-109 and 109 guy. His batting average, career batting average is 308. All right, so he's going. It doesn't matter. But there is nothing to say about him. He has never been controversial. He has never said or done anything that's made more than a ripple of headlines. And it's going to be, Albert Pujols is great. Okay, so let's manufacture a way to talk about Albert Pujols because there's nothing really to say about him because he has just hit the baseball. Even all the whispers, oh, he's on PEDs. Uh, Never talked about it, never tested positive, none of these things. That goes away. And there's nothing nothing. ever pushed, right? 
that you'll have a few hosts that'll go into rampant speculation about it. Because people, how do we talk about him? He had home run number 600. I'm trying to be compelling about it. So I'm just going to make up a whole bunch of stuff. That's what you're going to see people do but th- when Pujols gets his 600. But that's it. it. It's the hard thing. And, and as we were watching it here in the Geico studios and they're going through the career accomplishments and you look at the number of hits, he's less than 150 hits away from 3,000. He's number eight all time in doubles and, and any category that you're looking at as a hitter, he's creeping up where the name Babe Ruth and, and the, that that ilk, those top level guys, that's all the comparisons uh, and the people that are surrounding him in these categories. And it, it's mind boggling. And all you can say is he's a great hitter. He's a professional hitter. And that's it. Like he goes out and does his job. You could probably play several you know, we could play guess which one's Albert Pujols talking. And you might not be able to guess which guy. If we gave you three interview clips, you might have to really think about it before you could parse out which guy is Albert Pujols. That's just the nature of the beast. That's that's one of his baseball to a large degree. But certainly for Albert Pujols, he's a guy that's just gone about his job and, and put up just ridiculous numbers year after year after year. And, and even last year, you look at, what he did after a rough start. Still had 50 extra base hits, 31 and 119. The batting average has suffered. He's not the monster batting average guy that he was for the first seven years of his career. That's the only thing that you can point to because the power's always been there. That's never waned. So while the batting eye and perhaps extending the strike zone, trying to make things happen, particularly for some of those teams that weren't juggernauts and it was on him, that – you could say something in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. Based on, yeah. you know, those early returns, 359, 331, 330, 331. But that's going to dip at some point. So if that that's about as strong a thing you could say. Like, oh, what happened to his batting average? Yeah, yeah. No, here, no here's what it's going to be. Because you're going to fight, because we're in a hot take nonsense world. You're going to see the following hot takes when Poole hits number 600. First one's going to be, do you trust he got there legitimately? Did he take it? Do you think during his career, did he have any extra... Special aid? Did he take PEDs? Because that's gonna that's gonna be the first thing. But these Did are the he get same. There legitimately? But the same people that are gonna bring that up and try to throw that out to see if it sticks are the same people that'll jump up and down or hold their breath until they're passing out about Griffey Jr. and Derek Jeter. Right. Well, right? Be- oh, there's no way they did anything. How do you know? We're not ever going to know categorically on anybody. Well, Ken Griffey, I, I, you'd think he would have been in the lineup more if he was doing. He would have been taking steroids. Well, I don't, I don't know that it lineup. necessarily restores your knee <laughs> and hamstrings after you know your team butchers your leg. I, how he never sued the Reds, I don't know, but that's a whole other question for another time. But well, he may have been well, the, you know those three games in the White Sox. I don't know. That could have been where he started. Well, White Sox oh. Hall of Famer. <laughs> what are you talking about? The other question you're going to get, hot take nonsense, has Albert Pujols helped Major League Baseball? I, this is a guy that's been a big superstar now for 15 years. I mean, you're going back to 2001. He came right on the scene. He was 37 and 130 as a rookie. All right, this is 15-plus years now. And Has he been good for baseball? Has he made a dent? He could have been better. Could his career could have been bigger? I guarantee those are the first two takes, and you're welcome for anybody who's going to take these any producers or talent listening, because I, I know this happens, write them down. And if you if you get to the point, at least give us credit. But that's all I'm saying. Just give us credit and say, you know, I heard this. Because actually you showed it that in Seattle today. 
buddy of mine that does afternoons in Seattle said, hey, I liked your Tiger Woods idea about he needs to do a reality show to let people in, and he talked about it on his show today, and he gave us credit. I dig that about him. There you go. I dig that. Adding value. Yeah. See, someone out there gave recognition, and now he'll give a part of his check to you for the charity of your choice, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. Just say if you say we if you hear Cite say the what source. you got, that's all I yeah. care. And then you're going to have the other take is going to be this. Then there's going to be the other take that's going to be can't we just say he's good and that's the end of it? Can't we just say Albert Pujols is good? Why why does it have to be something controversial? This is what's wrong with sports. Can't we just say he's good? Can't we just say he's great and look at the, and they're going to recite his stats for about 10 minutes and go, can't we just say that? Why do we get caught up in the guy's got to be this? He's got to be. He's gotta. There you go. There's your three takes for Albert Pujols, number 600. Did he do it honestly? Has he helped baseball in 15 years? And why can't we just say he's good and leave him alone? There you go. I've just done your Albert Pujols show prep. Look at, home that. Number Look at the second half of his career. Only one go. all-star appearance in seven years. <laughs> Only once inside the top 15 in MVP voting. 877-99 on Fox. Bring the pain. What happened? Are the Angels better off without Mike Trout? 877-996-6369. Coming up next, considering we've helped Tiger Woods tonight, given everybody the topics for Albert Pujols, how about we settle the Colin Kaepernick controversy, which reared its head again today a couple of different ways? How does that sound? Let's get it. That's next on Fox. I thought it was Ozzy night. Ozzy was biting the head off a penguin for the I, Predators. Yeah, I don't think he ever covered this one. I mean, we went away from Ozzy. Ozzy's got like a thousand good songs. <laughs> See, uh, we just took a training course. I can't play too many from the same artist, so. Oh, re- really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll have my people call your people. All right. We just played one song, though. It was just. No, the fear is, rep- <laughs> was fear is repetition. One. Hey, Tysher thinks Big Brother is watching. Tyshu, the walls have ears, buddy. Last night he was supposed to play sad country songs. We didn't get one. Oh, well, he got, told no, us to beat it. I got crazy, like with the five minutes left in the show. Yeah, but you had to beg for it. Boom, it boom, was really boom. unbecoming. I don't think Tyshu would even know when I said "crazy" by Patsy Cline. I, it's like I was talking in a foreign language. I really him. kept thinking Gnarls Barkley was going to start playing. <laughs> Gnarls Barkley. Frostberg, did you play some Aussie, please? There we go. There Very you nice. go. Let's get the creepy one in, yeah. too. You know what? Let's get Tyshirt in trouble. Just start playing all bunch of Aussie songs all in a row. So we'll get like 30 songs It's like songs the Doc Emmerich soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> We're bouncing all over. Flipped it. Zipped it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Tyshirt sweat. Oh, he's sweating like a catfish on the ice in Pittsburgh. Look at you sweat. He's sweating like a catfish waiting to get run over by the guy that threw the catfish on the ice in Pittsburgh. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile. Time after time. The co- <laughs> it's Cindy Lauper night on the show. I so. guess the love is blind. Different song. Uh, you said time after time. That's Cindy Lauper. But that's an Aussie song as well. Time after time. Jared! Yes. It's a different song. But yes. Meanwhile, the Colin Kaepernick is he or is he not being blackballed debate has raged a lot in the last 24 to 36 hours. First, you had Giants owner John Mara say that, I don't think we could sign Colin Kaepernick because our fans would be too upset. That lends credence to the whole, oh, Colin Kaepernick is being blackballed. Today, 
you had Eagles wide receiver Torrey Smith, who played with Kaepernick in San Francisco, who said his former quarterback is being blackballed and treated more harshly than players in the league who've committed crimes. This was something that he fired off a number of Twitter posts in response to on Monday, which led to a conversation about this in the Eagles locker room. My issue isn't just the hate on Cap. It's what folks prioritize is wrong. Hit a woman, cool. Sexual assault, cool. Neil, oh no. It's amazing what folks consider going too far. You can do all kinds of crazy things and get a second chance, but you can't get over a protest. Let's realize this for what it is, because both sides have points. This is the truth about Colin Kaepernick. It's both. It doesn't need to be one or the other. He's not solely being blackballed because of his political beliefs. He's also not solely being signed because he stinks as a quarterback. It's both. It's one and one A. One is talent, and talent will trump everything. We've seen it. The only guy that's never been allowed back is Ray Rice because there was video. Adrian Peterson was allowed to come back. Many people were allowed to come back. One is his talent. One A is the political stance. Because if you could still play, teams will sign you. This is an offseason in which Tony Romo couldn't find a job. He retired. Jay Cutler couldn't find a job, and he retired. Both those guys have had better resumes than Colin Kaepernick, who had a a two-and-a-half-year span of being very good when he had weapons around him and has been awful for the last two-and-a-half years. If Colin Kaepernick was still a great quarterback that teams thought he could be great, he'd be signed, and he, he wouldn't even have to walk in the building for the National Anthem, just show up for the first game. If Colin Kaepernick wasn't a social justice warrior, then he would be signed. Someone would sign him. You want to be a backup quarterback, you can come in and be a backup. It's both. It's not one, it's not the other. Anybody that says he's being blackballed because of it, no, you're wrong. You're looking for a way to inflame a storyline. Conversely, if you say it's only because of his talent, you're wrong too, because it's both. But talent is always slightly ahead of any other reason. You have. If Ray Rice was 23 years old and not coming off five straight 300-touch seasons, maybe teams would have said, ah, you know what? Maybe Ray Rice could be our guy. Always, He's learned his lesson, but he was getting closer to 30. He had a heavy workload. He His stats were down from a year before, so it's easy to say, oh, there's that in the video. It's 1 and 1A. One it's both. It doesn't need to be mutually exclusive. It's both reasons why Colin Kaepernick is not signed right now. Yeah, with Rice, it was a miserable season the year before. You could point to some of that of the offensive line, but it was easier to look at the yards per carry average. You look at his age. You look at his workload. You add it all up. It, it's just a mess on top of the videotape that changed at least outwardly how people looked at the NFL and certainly in their own policies and procedures, uh, a little bit of searching as to where they needed to head with different policies as you go forward. And running backs being seen as interchangeable, uh, you could say, for the position that he played, it also came in, into play. You look at this year, the number of running backs coming into the league, veteran players, took a while for many of them to find a job, and even then they're not secure of running out of camp. When you're looking at Kaepernick, the fit part of it, right, running back, get behind a line and go. You might mm-hmm. need to specialize as a pass catcher or whatever else and maybe be a little better blocker in certain schemes. But when you're, you're looking at with Kaepernick, you start parsing off teams because of what where his 
skills, what kind of offense you can run with him. And so some teams get checked off the list there. So you're down from 32 viable, 31 once you eliminate the 49ers, just moving on, that you start saying, okay, here's a bunch of teams that don't fit, minus the other teams that already have a legitimate backup, right? The New Englands of the world. Not that there's a ton, because then what do we always cry? That there's not enough quality quarterbacks, and that's been the rally cry each and every time another guy signs is, really, this guy. So Thad Lewis was the latest to get people in sense saying he's coming back off an injury and looking to restart his career and people getting angry about that. And you look at his ratios, right? Good touchdown to interception last year. You could argue not a whole lot of talent running around on the field for them. Certainly a lot of issues. 59% career passer and not the explosive runner that he once was. So you're trying to figure out where it fits, which is why there's a lot of smoke and potential fire in terms of the fit in Seattle, based on the way Russell Wilson is used, it makes sense. Carolina, to a degree, behind Cam Newton, it makes sense. And there's some other spots. And then you have that last group that goes to the Wellington Mara side of things of here's the feedback we got from fans. We're beholden to our ticket holders and other partners and everywhere else. And if this is how they feel, this is where you're going. And you're going from a pragmatic business to say categorically this is it, you know, you, you still hope there's conversation mm-hmm. in that process, right? That it's not just, hey, we got letters. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, well, did you vet fully what that means? <laughs> or is it just, hey, we got some angry letters. We had a couple of guys who did the thing that they always do in movies where they cut out the letters out of magazines <laughs> and taped them together and whatever. But you know what I mean? Like to where it was that kind of situation to where they, they at least talked to people. And that's really all you can hope for in this is that there is an actual honest dialogue within the, the structures of each individual team and that there, there's no part of this that becomes 100%. This pie is pretty fractured in terms of different reasons why Colin Kaepernick wouldn't be signed, let alone all of those things that we didn't even talk about. The, well, what kind of salary? Did he want to back up? We haven't heard from him. We've heard from people who claim they've talked to him. And that's what he's got to do. This is if, if we're helping Tiger Woods tonight, which we've done, and in case you missed it, podcast right after the show is over, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, The Jason Smith Show, it's right there. Download it, listen to it, give us five stars, you'll love us forever. We're also going to get into Tiger Woods next hour again on the show about after the news today that's crazy. But if we're helping him, let's help Colin Kaepernick. One of my favorite f- sayings is perception is reality. Because agree with it or not, that's the truth. You may disagree, but perception is the reality surrounding you. The reality surrounding Colin Kaepernick right now is teams are scared of him because they don't know what he's going to do. Is he really going to not be a distraction? Is he really going to not kneel? What is it? As you said, I've heard from his advisor. I've heard from his girlfriend. I've heard from his trainer. I have not heard from Colin Kaepernick. He needs to do an interview, do it with NFL Network, do it with whoever you want to. Give a sit down and make sure you let your point out saying, I want to play this year. My social justice part of me will be off the field entirely. I am not going to be a distraction. I want to play. I will come in as a backup. I will take backup money because I want to continue playing football. He does that. Teams are calling him and saying, okay, come in. But teams don't know, so they're making phone calls and everything is shady because you've not heard from Colin. We've heard sources say that Kaepernick would be okay being a backup in Seattle. Well, you know what? Nobody knows that. And now Kaepernick to Seattle is not going to happen. 
He's got to do that. He he puts everybody at ease if he does an interview and he says those things. He might not want to do it, and it may be unfair to ask him to do it because why should I have to apologize for my political beliefs? Well, you know what? If you want to play in the NFL, you kind of have to. I'm sorry, but it's a rigged game. Many things you do for a living are rigged against you. You love a game. You love a game that doesn't love you back. Whatever you do for a living, sometimes that happens. I love doing radio. Sometimes radio doesn't love me back. But it happens. I like the game. I like playing it, so I'm okay with it. You have to realize if you're Kaepernick, that's what you need to do. You may not like it, but you have to. I think the, one of the things is we've talked about quite a bit in the Geico Studios here as we've chronicled this story is that people just jump to one side or the other, saying it has to be one way or another in terms of calls. You take the word of that third-party person. Well, Cap told me that he hasn't gotten any calls. Well, just because you weren't there, do we know that for a fact, right? And nobody's looking into the the work that he's done and going against that in terms of what he's done in the community, right? Here's shoe drop-offs and clothing drop-offs and all these other things. He's done some great things. It's just, again, we go to the other part of the unspoken thing here is you, you looked at Tim Tebow. Got a couple of shots, no question about it. But when it becomes there's more attention for your backup quarterback and you have to answer a lot of questions, and you can't dismiss it, right? And I'm not saying it's a large part of the equation, but some people want to just dismiss that altogether. No, that's still part of how a locker room and how a football team has to operate is trying to make sure that they're moving forward. And if everything becomes a let's talk about something else and a guy who might hit not hit the field, that becomes an issue. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. I'm Jason. He is Mike Harmon. Get it on Twitter at How About a Fresca, phone number 877-99 on Fox. Coming up in one minute, some audio you have to hear. Yes, it's LeVar Ball, but trust me, you will laugh at the end of it. I promise. Fox. But Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. So LeVar Ball was in the news today. Now, wait, 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 wait. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Big Ball is chicken. Now, it's been a while. You know, it's been a few days. It's been a few so days, So it's time yes. for our LeVar Ball update. We didn't even get into his Big brutal loss over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. We the AAU team, uh, his AAU team lost by fifty. Did you watch those kids just dunking <laughs> yeah. on him? Run and see, and, and then trash talking time and again throwing up shots from half court. <laughs> I'm open, but here's the Lavar Ball story you've all been waiting for. It was just a few days. ago. Remember, Ice Cube is starting his the big three three on three league this summer, and he's instituting a four point shot. He put out a challenge to Lavar Ball that said that if he could make a four-point shot, then he would buy a pair of Lonzo Ball's Z02s. So that was Ice Cube saying that, drumming up publicity for his big three-on-three league, and uh, okay, if you make a four-point shot, I will buy a pair of your sneakers. Well, LeVar Ball decided, hmm, if we're going to make this a bet, let's make it a bet. So he put this video on Twitter today, about answering Ice Cube's challenge. Lorvar Ball is in his backyard wearing sliders with a basketball in his hand when he's talking what he's saying right now. 
What up, boy? West Coast, baby. You triple B's. We're going to accept that challenge, man. But if I make this shot before you make it, you got to buy my whole travel ball team, which is 14 people, the Z02s. Let's do it like that. Up the ante a little bit. You want to see that form? It's still pretty. It's still pretty. But it's on YouTube. What's side? Let's get it. That sound you heard there towards the end was LeVar Ball absolutely bricking his shot, which was from closer than the four-point shot that is going to be in Ice Cube's three-on-three league. That I First of all, I can't believe he left that in. He couldn't do a take where he actually hit it. Yeah, and, you should have at least superimposed the sound of a swish you know, instead of sounding like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, that I mean, let, let's say that brick was a tremendous clang against the backboard. I mean, you hear it, it is you can't miss it. Alex Eichert, let, let's rag it back. Let's listen to that. Just just hear the taking the shot and the brick again. It's still pretty. It's still pretty. <laughs> but it's on YouTube. What side? Let's get it. Yeah, he hit the corner of the backboard. Yeah, I, I, Rain I, Man. I know that sound. No, you know, I think he may have hit a car driving by. I don't even know that that was backboard. <laughs> it's deep and it's not playable. That's amazing. Now, here's the other thing. My reaction, knowing Lavar Ball's personality, is that screw it. He decided to do it and put it on there, not thinking what the ramifications of him bricking that shot is going to be. But the other side of me says. Is he a little more calculated than that? And he knows that if I show, if I throw it up, and he, you hear me bricking it like that. Because look, Lavar Ball played. You know, he played basketball. He, you know, he had a very tiny professional career. He was also in Jets camp for a day. Uh, yeah, he was long time ago. Long, long, long I'd time ago. I think Kotite was the coach, and and that's okay because a lot of things happened back then. But does he think that okay, if I brick this, will Ice Cube pony up and go? Oh yeah, okay, I'll buy fourteen pairs of ZO2s. Uh, to outfit your your kids with your AAU team. Well, and if he doesn't miss the shot, is he, are we is he about slow him? playing him? Yeah, are we talking about this if he makes that shot? Oh, sure we are. Well, Levar Ball just sank a three. I, th- I think that's. We don't know good. if it's a three. That might be eight feet away. Well, it, it he takes look, like four steps. Yeah, you know what? It looks like his shot comes from about the top of the key. Really, top of top of what key? He's it, in no, his no, backyard. No, huh? no, no, no. But but he's in his backyard, and it's on a, a half-court basketball. I mean, a, a made-for-your-backyard half-court. And it looks like he takes a shot from the top of the key because when you see him go get the ball afterwards, it looks he's like winded. it's just a couple of feet behind. It's a couple of feet behind the free-throw line. So it's a top-of-the-key jumper that hits the corner of the backboard. Yeah, it, I still don't think he's that do you, shot. Do, do, no, but do you think he is – do you think he's – Slow playing us going, I'm going to shoot this. It's going to go crazy, and this may get Ice Cube to actually bet going, oh, he could hit one from the top of the key. Yeah, I'll do it. Trying to get those sales up to 400. Yeah, Is that maybe. what we're getting? Maybe that's what he's doing. Crazy like a fox. What do you got, Frostberg? I think he thinks that we think uh-huh. that he made the <laughs> shot because they don't show it. <laughs> and he acts like he hit it with the form and everything. You see, it went through and hit the stanchion. That's what happened. Then Did he click the heels? Show that. Let me see that video. And, and then, uh, and then it hit a woman with a shopping cart when the ball went down. He's wearing the two thousand dollar pair of uh, sandals. <laughs> They're only two hundred and twenty dollars. I tell you this: I, I own the, the man's calves. He got no calves. No, no. You definitely have. Well, if he had your calves, 
that he would have put that ball through the back. Be unstoppable. Yeah, no, he would have jumped up really high, and it would it would have been a bad shot. It would have been tough. <laughs> um, but I will say this: the one thing I will say about Lavar Ball is, you hear him talking. He, he sounds like a teenager. What up, cute West Side? Throwing away all these like hip sayings. West Side, yeah. Like- Dude, you're 50 years old, man. That's you okay. can't run around and say that. No, you're shh, 50. Shh. We wear sweatpants <laughs> and talk about sports. That's every okay, night. but that's okay. Sweat t-shirts, sweatpants, jeans—they're acceptable. You I'm, try I'm to throw in be, hip language wherever I'm not you can, be or what you five years kids old throwing around stuff like, "Yo, what up, dude? dude what what up, boy? Hey, Ed Westside. I'm going to go out of the limb. I'm going to go out of the limb and say, I'll bet you 14 pairs of the Fosio. Welcome Cruz. to my hizzle. He's trying to get a role in uh, Straight Outta Compton, too. <laughs> I mean, come on. This, teenagers, when they talk, it's like, all right, dude, come on. You're trying, to, trying too much to be hip. You're trying too much. But you hear someone in their fit. That's like, you know, the, that, that would be the equivalent of me, like, wearing skinny jeans and, 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 a, uh, and a blazer with no shirt under it. You know what I mean? That, that, would, that would be it, and going out to a club. That would be my equivalent for that. Friday night, watch West it on Side. Periscope. <laughs> I think West Side. I think, I think West Side first became popular like twenty years ago. That's all right. And still, he's bringing it out back. West Side. Dating can be difficult. So can hitting the net on a jumper from just outside of the top <laughs> of the key. So if you're not using Match, you're missing out. Start searching and connecting for free today at Match.com. That's match.com, 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 M-A-T-C-H.com. I could go on match right now, and I would match LeVar Ball with a broken backboard, and I would win. What's up, you? It's a quality match. <laughs> Bo Shizzle. Yo, yo, yo. Stay yo. in your lane. Yo. Yo, yo. Matsio. That's about as hip as I try to get. I'm going to stab you with this pen. South side? How come no one's ever done that? How come they no do that does... all the time. East side? South side's been from Chicago. North That's... side? Yeah, that doesn't happen. Coming up next, all the controversy surrounding Bryce Harper when there doesn't need to be. Fox side? What side? I'm faux shizzle. I like my ice cream with a drizzle. What side? South side? Aluminum siding. Stay in your lane. Aluminum siding. Nice. Now you can get that into local commercials. Think about that. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon. Great news. Great news. Here's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico.com. Go to Geico, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. What's up? I mean... Dude, when you're 50, you can't run around saying stuff like that. It's embarrassing. If you're LeVar Ball, you do what you want. I don't walk around if going, you're, yo, yo, you're yo, Jason yo, baby Smith. pop. Yeah, you, come and give me a kiss. Better make it fast or else I'm going to get with. I don't Why do not? that. Because I'm, I'm 46. No, I think it's because you realize how ridiculous you look. Exactly. No, and it's just be you being ridiculous. Not because of your age. Not because of who you are on a larger sphere. It's, it's you. Jason Smith, that's a problem for you. Problem. So, LeVar Ball, you do you. That's that's general rule of thumb. Okay. You do you. All right. You want to look ridiculous? Look ridiculous. Okay. You want to you strap a catfish to your leg and, and walk you down the street? Have at it. I got gotcha. you. We'll get to that 
next hour on the show. As it turns out from last night, Mike Harmon is a visionary when it comes to sneaking catfish into arenas. Well, I'd been thinking about it for a while. But, I'm, I'm really? going to be honest with you. Yes. It's like throwing a ball up against the wall at your house going, how do I get a catfish into the arena? How do I get a catfish? Well, in? I mean, shirt object in? here. It doesn't necessarily have to be a catfish. Meanwhile, jurisprudence came out for Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland after their brawl of a day ago. Harper is playing tonight for the Nationals as they are leading the Giants 6-2 in the top of the seventh inning. This a few hours after Harper was suspended for four games and Hunter Strickland, relief pitcher for the Giants, gets six for their parts in the brawl a day ago. This is the argument I have that ends all the arguments that people have had over the past 24 hours about how Hunter Strickland's a dope, he's an idiot, he shouldn't have done it. Unwritten rules in Major League Baseball are dumb. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of when you have have to have some kind of retaliation when a guy takes you deep and embarrasses you. Here's the argument that ends it all. This story is over now. It's over. Baseball has policed itself for well over 100 years. And brawls are part of the game. Do I feel bad that Morse got hurt? Michael Morse, who ran into Jeff Samarja during the brawl last night and is on the seven-day Concussion DL, yeah, I, I feel bad for him for that. He also didn't have to get involved in the fight if he didn't want to. But Buster Posey could have stopped all of it by doing his job as a leader and saying, I have my teammates back even though I disagree with Hunter Strickland waiting three years to get even with Bryce Harper for two home runs off him and lollygagging around the bases in the playoffs. you got to stand up and be a leader. And I think a lot of people looked at Buster Posey and said, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, this is stupid, and Hunter Strickland was stupid. It's not stupid when this ends things. When someone shows up, a pitcher, vice versa, whatever it is, this is how it works. Guy gets thrown at. As long as you don't throw at the guy's head, this is how baseball works. And then it happens. Maybe the bench is clear. By and large, people walk out of things uninjured, and it's over. This right now, Hunter Strickland and Bryce Harper is over. Both teams have said there's no bad blood between the two of us. This was a Bryce Harper-Hunter Strickland thing, and now it's done. Suspensions came down. Harper's appealing. Strickland will appeal. This is how it's going to go, and now it's over. So tell me how suddenly, oh, this is an awful thing. Baseball did it for itself. This was on autopilot how this turned out. It's a brawl. There's suspensions, and it's done, and we move on. Well, all the principals came forward saying we're done with it. The managers, Strickland. Harper, in his comments yesterday after it happened, didn't really make a lot of sense, right? Didn't go from A to Z in terms of his word choice and explanation, other than to read between the lines and say, well, I guess I felt I had to, is really how it comes down. And then the unspoken part is, I thought Buster Posey would be there to defuse the situation, (laughs) and this would go away. As we watched it in the Geico studio, it's still something that's a big deal, and everybody that was sitting in the upper deck, I think I've seen three to 8,000 vantage points of where Buster Posey was relative to what happened. You feel bad that Mike Moore ends up on the seven-day disabled list because of a concussion, concussion symptoms. So that's an unfortunate byproduct of this. And I have to imagine to a degree the Giants players are going and asking Strickland some questions of why you carry something over three years later. The same questions that they're asking of Buster Posey, saying, why didn't you defuse it, especially once the news of Morse comes down? That means that you guys probably have to do a little more talking this out. But for baseball as a whole, it's always 
worked itself out. You've seen countless ex-players come forward saying this is the way it works. This is the way it's always worked. Does it mean it's perfect? Mm-hmm. No. But otherwise, what, what are you going to wait? Keep waiting in this fester zone? And then you've got another retaliatory kind of situation because Harper doesn't run out there. So someone else gets hit and maybe the ball slips. And now we've got another hit by pitch and another brawl. And su- I mean, there's it would just keep escalating here. Now everybody's said their piece and they move on. Baseball helps itself. Now it's over. So you can't tell me, oh, this is awful. We got to get rid of it. It worked. It's over. And yes, Buster Posey, this is still on you. Twitter at How About a Fresco, the Jason Smith Show. Albert Pujols did not hit home run number 600, his final at bat. We'll have more on that coming up next hour. But straight ahead, we are going to help Tiger Woods dig out from the bottom. Fox. So we're into the final hour of the show here, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. And already people are saying, I'm guessing the number of Kavfefe mentions in the final hour of the show, the over-under will be seven and a half. And people are saying, how many times well, are you going to say Kavfefe? That's twice. So... I'm wondering, okay, we're doing a show here, obviously, so what is Kavfefe? Well, President Trump... It's a mixture of fine herbs and spices. Is it? Is that no, Kavfefe? I is? don't know. It sounds like how you would say coffee in a foreign country. That could be it. I mean, that's Kavfefe. Get me a nice glass of Kavfefe. This would be wonderful. But from his personal Twitter account, President Trump tweeted this out a few minutes ago that just says, despite the constant negative press... Kavfefe. I believe the word he's looking for is coverage. Probably. Coverage. Uh, 50, 53 minutes ago, and now the number one trending topic on Twitter is hashtag Kavfefe. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's see. Uh, uh, if I'm you thinking, search on Google right yeah, now, Kavfefe. there are already 71,400 results. Okay, let's, let's say it's coffee. Maybe the, he doesn't like the coffee in the press room. It is kind of funny that I literally just brought us back. Some Kavfefe. Nice, nice glass of Kavfefe uh, for me. Fox Sports Radio. It sounds like Kavfefe a Kavfefe sp- in the Geico studio. It could be a spicy coffee, Kavfefe. There you go. It could be. You know, I, I don't know. Frostberg, what do you think of this? So Kavfefe? I think we can pretty much bank on tomorrow, Sean Spicer saying, I think what the president <laughs> meant by Kavfefe is. <laughs> or no, tomorrow may be a day for it. It may be too much for Sean Spicer. Tomorrow may be the deputy communications director who comes in to get to try to clean this up. Albert Pujols? Al- oh, wow. Albert Pujols. Nobody cleans up like no. the machine. No, nobody does. And, and would you like some Kavfefe? Harmon made a very nice uh, batch Yeah, my tongue here. is burnt. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he went. It's he spicy went, coffee. Kavfefe. Problem, yeah. Hey, you want late night coffee? Kavfefe is the brand for you. Mm, Someone's nice probably trademarking it right now for that beans. use. People are making t-shirts with Kavfefe on them. You know, here's the other thing is that I guarantee you he started the tweet, didn't want to send it, and somehow sent it, and doesn't know at this time that he sent it. Maybe he was watching Albert Pujols. Yeah. Oh, President maybe. Keeping a prize oh, of maybe, he, things. Oh. maybe he's watching LeVar Ball, you know, try to make that shot, you know, to, to get Ice Cube to buy 14 pairs of ZO2s for his uh, AAU team that lost by 70 this weekend. He could be looking at that. How about that? There's a this could lot be the negative press kafefe of Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland. He's not happy with the kafefe of Bryce Harper. It's a good word. We've already you hit the seven. 
three and a half minutes uh, ago. How has nobody <laughs> told him yet, dude? Uh, uh, you might want to delete this. You might want to delete this. Maybe like Lavar Ball in the phraseology that you were so mad uh, at him about, saying "act your age." I don't go around doing this. Okay. Maybe he doesn't care either. Maybe the president is taking the same approach. Like, that's ah, out there. Whatever. <laughs> There's nobody. There should be somebody assigned to Levar Ball to make sure that he doesn't say things. There's nobody. Or hopefully, assigned, you know, maybe he gets an hour or two of sleep every night. There's nobody assigned to watch the Twitter account to make sure Kafefe doesn't come out. As long as it doesn't mean something offensive Confefe. in another language, what's the difference? <laughs> Look it up. Does it mean? I have I no. I came up with nothing. Like it's spicy all just... coffee. I bet you Kafefe is spicy coffee. Yeah, somewhere George in the world. likes spicy chicken. That doesn't make it necessarily so. <laughs> All right, I'm looking it up. It's nothing but just references to this tweet of people trying to figure out what he's talking about. Twitter at how about a cafefe? That's Twitter at how about a cafefe? I'm Jason. He's my best friend, Mike Harmon. Meanwhile, as everybody tries to figure out what cafefe means, we found out some more disturbing facts from Tiger Woods' DUI. From very early Monday morning. First of all, TMZ had everything wrong, which is shocking because TMZ has gone from, oh, it's TMZ to now, whoa, TMZ breaks stuff like nobody else does. And they get everything wrong, according to the official reports with that's, Tiger Woods' DUI. That's a bad source. Remember, last that night. That guy's not getting paid. Last night it was Tiger Woods was combative and he was swerving. His car was going on, on both sides of the road when police pulled him over in Jupiter, Florida. Now we get the facts from the police report, and trust me, at the end of this, we're going to help Tiger Woods like nobody else has helped him before. But here are the facts. Police had to wake Tiger Woods up when they approached his running vehicle prior to arresting him. According to the report, Tiger Woods had extremely slow and slurred speech and struggled with many roadside tasks. The report said he changed his story about where he was going and where he was coming from, originally saying, and again... He's in Jupiter, Florida, originally saying he was coming from L.A. and on his way to Orange County, which he's not. That's 3,000 miles away. Despite the fact how much you travel, I don't know if time travel or immediate travel or teleportation is something that you can do now. So he obviously had no idea where he was. Also, the driver's side of his car was scraped up. He had two flat tires. No idea how they got that way. He did blow a 0.00 when he took his roadside sobriety test. So that jibes with Tiger Woods saying there was no alcohol involved. It was a bad mix of prescription pain medication. So for Tiger Woods, this is rock bottom. Your life the last 10 years has been defined by a missing tooth while you're cheering on Lindsey Vaughn, dressing up as Dirty Santa Claus, missing tournaments, not staying healthy, playing poorly, and now the mugshot that will stand for the last 10 years of your career. So with that in mind, here's what Tiger Woods needs to do if he wants to get back any hope of getting back to being the new normal of his life. Because he's never going to be Tiger Woods again. He's been holding on to that now for almost 10 years. He's never going to happen. Ever since he took that little ride and ran over a fire hydrant, when Elon Nordergren chased him out of the house with a golf club in her hands, things have gone downhill for him. That night, he also was reportedly under the influence of prescription medication when he got in his car, but there were no charges ever brought because it was on his property and a much bigger story erupted because of it. He's got to go to drug rehab. 
if it was a member of your family, and before you say, oh, you're overreacting, it's one time, before you say that, if a member of your family eight years ago ran over a fire hydrant because they were under the influence of pain medication, maybe it's Ambien, maybe it's not, it was supposedly Ambien the first time around, and then a couple days ago, they get pulled over in a car, slurred speech, they're passed out, the car is scraped up, has no idea where they were. You get the same report from the police that he didn't know where he was, said he was going from L.A. to Orange County when you're in Florida. Wouldn't you say you have problems? You got to kick this? This is you are under the influence of prescription medication. And you know the dangers that happen when you abuse prescription medication. And this is Tiger Woods who has said, I feel so much better after my last back surgery. The pain I was in was constant. I feel great now. I can't twist and turn at all, so I can't, but I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. And here he is under that kind of influence of prescription medication that this is what happened to him on Monday. The first thing he's got to do, he's got to go to drug rehab. I think one of the big things here, and we've all had people in our lives, if you haven't, then then, then therefore, but for the grace of God. I mean, it certainly has affected my extended family, and we've had situations where you had chronic problems with, with either alcohol and, and, in other cases, some drug use that certainly it you, you watched it and you saw it with regularity, right? You saw it on a day-to-day. With Tiger Woods, we've got a couple of incidents. Now, we can infer that the prescription side of things, and that's becoming a much bigger talking point. And we, I mentioned it yesterday as we were talking about this story as it first was developing, is that the roadside signs, right, aren't just, hey, DUI, you know, make sure, you know, drive safely. There's also now lines about prescription medications and the effects, you know, that that's still a DUI. And in his statement, Tiger Woods yesterday emphatic, saying, look, it's not alcohol, and talked about, the the other side so when you look at it that way he was trying to make sure at least this was my opinion i i think this is this is where he was coming from of hey it's it's not that i was irresponsible whatever else that there, there was a, a reaction taking these prescriptions and so it's looked at and society looks at it in a whole different way which is it can be a dangerous a very dangerous thing as well so the big question is does he have people in his life that that have chronicled this, right? That are that are around. Mm-hmm. That know it, whether it might be an isolated incident, eight years apart. I think you still would like that he'd have an inner circle, and that's what we don't know, right? That and, whether Tiger Woods has that person since Earl Woods died, and the separation and and divorce from from Elon. Is there anybody there? Is there? You know, a manager, a lawyer. There's, there, there's never been anyone. Tiger Woods' friend, so and so, said this. It's always been other golfers, business partner, somebody, say, a former swing coach, former caddy. That's the only people that, that it, are weighing it, in on Tiger Woods. But that's it. Is it that people around him stay away from it and it's known and it's just kind of a respect, stay away? So you've got to go to people that might be outside of whatever circle it is. We don't know that it exists. I, I would think that we would have heard it by now. If he had an inner circle, if he had that friends, if he had people, we would have we've heard it by now. He would have had somebody driving him if he did. He wouldn't be driving himself under the influence well. That's that's of not medication. That's, no, that's not true. That's not true. He could have. No, it, well, have a I mean, it, it, there's a you're, there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. But certainly on a daily basis, read the the police blotter in whatever town you're in. There, there's going to be occasions 
whereby people either got out of a bar and got into their car because it's, it's a lot different. Like 30- how often? How often do you think LeBron James is by himself, driving in a car by himself? How often do you think? Different guy. Never. Right. Never. Because he's that big a star. How often do you think Brad Pitt is by himself driving in a car somewhere? Never. Never. These guys. These guys are so famous. They're I, never I without that, somebody. Never. Look, I, I don't know what their habits are. For all I know, they're driving around the middle of the night with a <laughs> fake mustache. I, I don't know, and I'm not going to presume that I do. I don't run in their circles. I don't know that they're. They've always got a handful of people around them. You'd like to think that you have someone you can at least reach out to if you find yourself in the state. But how many people? And not talking about the super celebrities in the larger Los Angeles area. We thank you for listening wherever you are. But everyday people going from their jobs, whatever their stresses are, whatever their hangups are, how many people go to the local bar, have a beer or two, think they're all right to drive? Or they've taken their prescription medication and they're either overtired or whatever the mix is, isn't right. They still get behind the wheels of the car. Because they t- convince their friends, their friends who aren't going to tell them no because they don't want to cause a scene and make problems in their minds, that they still let them get in the car. That happens all the time. Yeah, but we have never heard from any, we haven't heard from anybody. I was with Tiger, he was fine. I don't know. Not, not one person. I have not heard from one person yet to come to his defense. I was with him, everything was cool. This is where it was. He was good getting in. No, nobody. But the point is, you also have these instances where maybe he just doesn't have people around, and this was his, he was by himself. All right, well, coming up next, we're going to solve the rest of his problems. If I think he's got to go to drug rehab first, the next step after that will solve his issues, and also a breaking story out of Los Angeles that could change the face of the NBA this offseason. You'll find that out coming up next. The Jason Smith Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the mystery of Kavfefe deepens. I'm Jason, alongside me, my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Just saw a good uh, San Jose Sharks sweater, number 45, with Kavfefe uh, really? as the nameplate. I just had someone say to me, Jason, is Kavfefe Kristaps Porzingis' more talented brother? I hope so. I hope we have the rights to him. Kavfefe Porzingis. Kavfefe to Kristaps. Time out. They drafted who? Who is this? Is this some random made-up code name for something? Kafefe. Then there's a bunch of Rosebud tweets going on about Kafefe right now. Kafefe. Kafefe. I'm going to see if I can get my daughters to use it in a sentence on one of their tests tomorrow. (laughs) Spot bonus. You'll get it wrong, but it'll be funny. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, Jason, and Mike Harmon. So, with Tiger Woods' situation today, we find out the details of his DUI under the influence of prescription medication, blew a 0.00, all the things that went on with his car. His car was damaged. He had two flat tires. He was asleep at the wheel. He told officers he thought he was in Los Angeles driving to Orange County. He was in Jupiter, Florida. I said he had to go to drug rehab. Here's the next part that gets Tiger Woods back to being the new normal. He's tried for the last 10 years to still be Tiger Woods. He's not. He's not healthy enough. He doesn't have the game enough. His personal life is still a complete mess. Tiger needs to come out of rehab and do a reality show. 
Now, I'm not a guy that thinks reality show solves problems for anybody, but it would solve his problems. Because Tiger's issue is that people want to root for him. First time around, we rooted for Tiger Woods because he was so good. Now it's he's a wreck, but he won't let anybody in, and it's hard to root for a guy who all you do now is see him in memes and you make fun of him, whether he's missing a tooth, whether he's a dirty Santa Claus, whether his, his mugshot that's going to live forever and stand for the last 10 years of his life. You want to root for Tiger. Say the next 10. Don't say the last 10. Tiger's, no, the, the, just, the most previous just, 10. Just, so, pre, just say 10 previous years. 10. The last 10 years of his life. Yeah, because yeah, other, otherwise folks years. will say, wow, you're, giving, you're no, putting the, a clock on him. The most previous 10 years of his life. The previous 10. These last 10 years. Okay, I these, said. these previous. Last 10 yeah, years. yeah, all right. These last 10 years. You're, you're in a whole vocabulary thing with Kafefe. I got you. I, right. I'm just so, trying to make sure that, no, no, you know, no, you're not. For the last 10 years. Yeah. If he does a reality show, Tiger's comeback, call it Glass Tiger, the theme song could be Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, think about it. Tiger lets everybody in. Everybody sees Tiger, sees what he struggles with being Tiger Woods. People feel bad for him. People now are sympathetic towards the situation because right now he's like anybody else that has problems that a divorced dad in his 40s may have if they get involved with too many pills too many women, whatever it is. Tiger is human. If he lets people in, which he has never done in his life, which, as it's turned out, the last 10 years, the most previous 10 years, his last 10 years, these last 10 years we've seen, the last 10 years that we're talking about, has not helped him in that regard. His life fell apart, and when you want to be, I don't, I only let you see what you want to see, it's hard to get people on your side. Jack Nicholas said Tiger needs help. He talked about it today. Many people want to help him. But who knows how to? Because Tiger is a man. He's an island. He's himself. He's the ultimate loner. If he does a reality show that is about bringing Tiger Woods back, it will be incredibly well-viewed. People will watch it everywhere. It will, it's not just going to be something the Golf Channel is going to throw on for a half hour on Friday nights at midnight. No, this will be something that networks bid on, that all kinds of things happen because Tiger Woods is still that big of a star. He's still, him and LeBron, that, those big stars that cut through the entire globe. He does that, and suddenly it will be a better situation for him. People will see what he's doing to try to come back. People will understand more about him. People will get him. And there's nothing wrong with having people understand you. It may go against what he's done for most of his life, but he can do this now, and instead of being the... Hey, I'm Tiger Woods. I let you know what I want to know. And when this gets out and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, cover it up and tamp it down. Now it's I'm more of an open book and people will be more receptive to helping him. And he may be more receptive to help. It will be a new normal for him. He's never done this before, but he does it. And then suddenly his comeback playing golf. People are on his side. and He's not going to feel like he's got enemies everywhere he goes. People waiting to write bad things about him in the media. People waiting to say bad things about him off the golf course. That takes care of itself. Trust me. I, I, look, I've seen what reality shows have done for people at the right reality show for Tiger Woods. This will work for him. Yeah, look where we're at, though, even in the last 36 to 48 hours. It's how many punchlines, memes, gifts, and shots at Tiger Woods have people taken? How many times have you heard that drop thrown out time and time again of the past transgressions used as the, the punchline for this? I mean, it, it's just become... Uh, the the go-to in terms of this. I think you've got a, a lot of folks 
reading the police report will change maybe the tone and tenor a little bit and maybe to make people take pause. But certainly the social media world and sports talk radio, sports talk television, not quite as sympathetic as one, one might think because it became the, oh, what a wasted life. And look at this and look at all he had and whatever else. Like, still could be an empty life. Yeah, it's but- like, why does everybody always mourn musicians? Oh, he was troubled and whatever. This guy's got problems or has something go wrong like this. And it's like, ah, spoiled athlete, can't get ready. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's got their, their demons. Whatever walk of life you're in and, and what you have isn't measured necessarily by how many commas are in your bank account. But for Tiger Woods, it would be interesting to see open up. I, I think we have to get through that first circle and, and have that circle of friends before he's going to sign it up for any reality show as no, much as we want to see I, it. I, I, it's one thing in America, the story we like the most is the comeback. We love the comeback more than anything else. And it, it, sometimes it's comeback from injury. Sometimes it's comeback from certain things. Personally, whatever it is, we love the comeback. Overcoming odds, overcoming adversity, playing hurt, all of these things. But not that Tiger's got to do it for us, but if he does it, he makes a lot of things in his life easier. His public life is so much easier. His interactions with reporters and media, he doesn't need to be so secretive. He doesn't need to be so guarded all the time. And and it's part of what takes up your, your every day. And look, the guy's obviously got an issue with pills and, and medication because the guy's out driving when he was passed out at the wheel and his car is a wreck. I mean, he's got issues. If he does, if he does the reality show, suddenly he won't have to worry about that. It's it's getting that weight off your shoulders of, I'm trying to continue on with the image of Tiger Woods. Why is he taking a 15 hour flight to Dubai when his back is bad, rather than stay stateside and play in a tournament? Because they're giving him a seven figure salary to show up. He still wants to be Tiger Woods. Hey, I'm the only one that can command seven figures from a golf tournament to show up. That's why I'm going to Dubai, and that ruined his back, and he had to have surgery. Stop trying to be Tiger Woods. If you if you make it easier for people to help you, your life gets easier. I mean, it's what it's hard. I'm just I, look, always reticent to put it on national television as a reality show. What else is he going to do? He's not suddenly. How else to do it? That's that's the best. How do you let everybody know about you? How do you get Maybe, the perception but, of yourself but out there? Nobody needs to know. Like that's what he's got to reconcile. In term, and whether he struggles with that, I don't know. You know he's what struggling I would tell him? with his, if he, himself. If, I don't know that he's struggling with the rest of this outside world. If he said that to me, if he said that to me, I would say, look at look at the most previous, the last ten. Look at this most recent. Look at the most recent ten years of your life. Is that working? Is is everything you cultivated about yourself is that working, or do you need a change? I think you need a change. You need to change both health wise. You need to change personally. You need to change. Image-wise, you need all of these things. And these are all things that Tiger Woods is very concerned about. His image is number one always, and that's shot to hell now. So I would say, why not do it? What's the what's worse that can happen? Right now, your legacy is that mugshot. Your legacy is that mugshot that stands for the fall of Tiger Woods. Why not do it? I tell, I, I'd convince him in five minutes to be able to do it. That could be my next job, convincing people to do reality shows when they wouldn't do them. Yeah, you, you can keep that, that one. Huh? Unless I'm contractually obligated to watch it. Oh, you know, I won't see a minute of you'll, you'll it. You'll be in it. No, okay. no, you'll be in it. I'll sign, you'll, you'll sign a waiver. You'll be in it. No, you'll have to pay me an awful lot of money. Oh, but that. you'll sign a waiver, though. Yeah, uh, unless I'm becoming a multi-comma kid myself. And what about I... this? You're in it, and you get to wear shorts, and I guarantee you three close-ups of your calves for each episode. Well, the cameraman's just going to be naturally <laughs> drawn 
for an explanation about the calves. Hey, cut Man, the that... tiger! I can't. These calves are so incredibly Magnetic. muscular. Are you kidding me? Magnetic. Twitter and how about a fresca? The Jason Smith Show. See, now I got you to watch. I just had to, oh, no. you, had to get the calves. Everybody else would be watching for you. the calves. I, don't, I can see mine anytime I want. Coming up in one minute, a big basketball story out of Los Angeles. And I think three people are going to be very nervous. Three big-time NBA personalities after you hear what I'm going to tell you. But first, here's what's trending. Cafefe Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. I'm Jason. Alongside me, my best friend, Mike Cafefe. Hit us up on Twitter at How About a Cafefe. As we still figure out the meaning of Cafefe. Well, they can't even put a number on the number of tweets at this uh, point on the think... left nav of Twitter. No one's tweeting about anything else. President Trump tweeted out about an hour ago from his personal account the following. Despite the constant negative press, Covfefe, C-O-V-F-E-F-E. And it was sent, and that's been it. And now you can't go three people on your timeline without someone saying something about Covfefe. No, I got Covfefe and uh, this that we're about to talk about. (laughs) Here in Los Angeles, a late-breaking basketball story. ESPN's Mark Stein reporting that Kefefe, he's reporting that wait he's got a definition no 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 it's, no, a, boy. it's an outrage i'm telling it's a spicy coffee that's maybe sold in germany that's what i would say Kefefe is how about a nice two a call tall cool glass of Kefefe? maybe it's a billy d williams commercial how about a nice tall smooth cold 40 Kefefe? nice i saw it. him on some show earlier today billy d confused me billy d billy d all of a sudden there he was I'm like wait what was he saying i gotta get the star wars movie eventually come on no, he was... Young Lando? Like, I can't be young Lando. He's doing a voiceover Lando, though, I think, for one of the oh, cartoon is he? Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Billy D. Billy Here, D. I think he Billy was a reverend D. or something. Uh, Mark Stein of ESPN reporting that league sources tell him the Clippers have expressed interest in trying to hire Jerry West away <sighs> from the Warriors. Jerry West, who has shown throughout his career as a front office executive, he has had the Midas touch. He rebuilt the Lakers, albeit while he was working Wait, for another I, team. I was going to say he uh, wasn't working for the Lakers. Helped to build time. the helped to build the Warriors. Doesn't matter. It's a better story. How many trucks of cigarettes <laughs> were included in the exchange? Helped to build the Warriors, and now possibly he will take over the Clippers, which means three people should be very nervous. Doc Rivers, number one, say goodbye to Doc Rivers, the GM. And maybe goodbye to Doc Rivers, the head coach. Bye, Felicia. Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Jerry West comes in anytime a new guy comes in as a boss. The status quo or the employees have to say, am I still going to be a valued person in this company? Regardless, it could be the head of a basketball team. It could be a new guy coming to run a bank. It could be a new guy coming to run a television studio. It could be a new guy coming to run a video store. Am I going to be... An asset here. Jerry West is coming in, and the biggest decisions they have to make are on Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and Doc Rivers. If Jer- Jerry West may think, no, I love Chris Paul. I want Chris Paul. He's my guy. He may not. He may th- I love Blake Griffin. No, we're building around Blake. Maybe, you know what? I don't like Blake. Blake is too injury prone. We got to get rid of him. Doc Rivers, he's had all these all-stars and the best bench in the NBA for 
four years now. Said the sixth man of the year twice. Yeah. You know what, Doc? Sorry, somebody else is coming in. Those three people should be extremely nervous because anytime somebody comes in that's new, they have their own ideas of how to do things. And maybe you're their guy and maybe you're not. But those are the three guys who have to be saying, oh, boy, man, I'm nervous. In order, Doc Rivers, because obviously. Well, he loses part of his job. Obviously, that's Doc. Yep. Number two would be Chris Paul because the story has been, till now, the Clippers are going to give all kinds of money to keep Chris Paul. We're going to pay $200 million to keep Chris Paul. Well, that's Doc Rivers has been right, saying it exactly. out in public. And part of that's recruiting and, but that's and Doc. trying to get in his head. And maybe that's... it still happens. And maybe Jerry West comes in and says, okay, but that's the story. That's the guy with a lot to lose right now is Chris Paul because he can make $50 million more than anywhere else. So the fact that that story is right now with the current power structure, Chris Paul's getting $200 million, supposedly at the end of the season, you bring in a new guy like Jerry West and suddenly, well, maybe we're not going to give him that. Third guy would be Blake Griffin, obviously, but only because the talks about what's going to happen monetarily for Chris Paul have taken a bigger amount of time, and it looks like there's traction to them than anything involving Blake Griffin. Yeah, what's interesting is is with Chris Paul, the amount of time spent with Doc Rivers saying, yeah, absolutely, he's going to be here. He's been on the airwaves here, AM570 locally, and we've certainly heard him say, absolutely, Chris will be back multiple times. Well, you start looking at from the outside in, and we've had this discussion when you start. We had Aaron Torres on Fox Sports talking about the draft a little bit earlier. Go through the first round. Go through a couple of mock drafts. Count off the number of point guards included therein. Go back to Kyle Lowry finishing up his season in Toronto. He's on the market, and he's made it emphatically clear. Look, it's no fun trying to topple LeBron James. I don't want to do it. It's a waste of my time. Basically taking the whole Sisyphus. I was waiting for him to drop that rest of it. Pushing the rock all the yeah. way up. And they got I was waiting for that reference, but he didn't do it. You got Sisyphus in. And the rock, and the... as it were. <laughs> but the idea is you have other point guards that are in play as well, beyond who are younger than Chris Paul and who you think their career arc is still on the way up and you're not at that, that plateau and looking down over the valley and potentially you know, stop, drop, and roll for the rest of the way down towards the end of your career, which potentially is what you're getting from Chris Paul at 32 with a $200 million deal perhaps there. So for Jerry West, if you bring him in, one for Steve Ballmer shows he's not afraid to shake it up, and he's also realizing what's going on in that same building, in Staples, is that the Lakers, while it's going to be a little longer to get everything back, they've at least shuffled deck chairs to start moving in the right direction, bringing in Palenka and hiring Magic Johnson. How do you counter that? You bring back the logo. Jerry West has had the magic touch. And has Kobe got any miles uh, left in him? He can trade for him again. <laughs> you want to come out of retirement, Kobe, and come play for the Clippers? I mean, just for a little bit. Oh, maybe, maybe Jerry West will come in and say, hey, you know what this team needs? What's that? Carmelo Anthony. Let's make that deal. I think I would love to watch the first conversation when Steve Ballmer raises the issue of the hot dog gun to Jerry West. That's when Jerry West gets up and walks have out. a gun, blow hot dogs into the stands. That's when Jerry West Is that says, a deal breaker? That's Jerry West saying, oh, you know, thanks for the meeting. I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to be it for me. Uh, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Uh, don't worry. I'll pay for the parking. I don't need to be validated. See you. He didn't park. He Ubered. He's on his app. Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter. At How About a Cafefe. The Jason Smith Show. Jason. (laughs) 
Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, there can only be one play of the night. Well, there could be more, but there really is only one. I'm very, very excited about it. Oh, Tim, you missed it, buddy. It's not you. Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Great news, great news. Go to geico.com right now and see how much you can save. And right now, on a bed of kafefe, you could be doing this. <laughs> Next level right there. Nearly time for the play of the night. However, first, I do have to give you props, Mike Harmon, because last night on the show, we talked about how you would smuggle a catfish into a hockey arena. Yeah. Much like the kid did in Pittsburgh last night and threw a catfish on the ice and was charged with three different crimes. <laughs> After they found out his identity. Yeah, you know who got charged with none? Me. <laughs> you you did not get charged I super with sleuthed it, and I didn't have to do anything. However, Jacob Waddle. He had a good run. Uh, was charged with summons with disorderly conduct, possessing instruments of crime, and disrupting meetings and processions. This meeting called to order here in the first period. When when, when do you think that was written? Uh, it just makes sense. up. How just long has that been in effect? 150 years. <laughs> he interrupted our meeting. And we had a procession, too. We were proceeding to winning this hockey game. It was 3 nothing Penguins last night. He throws the catfish on the ice. The Predators tie it up. It's become their thing with catfish. It's not octopus or squid. It's catfish. And uh, they went on to lose 5-3, but that did rally the team. Last night, we talked about how you would get a catfish into the arena. You said... Tape not one but two catfishes to both your legs so you're not thrown off by the process. That's you right. walk through the metal detectors and you're in the arena. That's right. Unless that catfish, and they are bottom feeders, unless they picked up a watch uh-huh. or some sunglasses or something along the way, maybe some loose change, probably shouldn't be too much metal okay. inside there to set off the, uh, the alarm. All right. All yeah. right. I'm with you on that. Uh, we then find out today... During an interview with 104.5 The Zone in Nashville, Jacob Waddle says he bought tickets for the game, bought a catfish at a Tennessee market, sprayed it down with Old Spice, and put it in a cooler for the trip to Pittsburgh, this poor fish. Then he filleted the fish and ran it over with his truck in an attempt to better conceal it. i got to flatten this fish. So he does that. Then he puts the fish over his underwear, then under a pair of compression shorts, and then baggy shorts. So he's got dead, run-over catfish. Yeah, the run-over part and the compression Next shorts. to his underwear. And then compression shorts well, and vac- then baggy vacuum shorts. sealed, though. He yeah, vacuum did vacuum se- seal the okay, catfish, so he, he didn't did. just slap the catfish onto his thighs underneath the compression shorts. I'm glad you say that because somewhere right now someone's going, wait a minute. This is how we party. We put live catfish in our shorts. You can go and Google that. I bet you can find some. Hey. I don't even want to go down there. Somebody tweeted us the catfish can live out of the water for a day. How about that? Whoa. Watch what you're putting in your pants. Let's be careful. Out Whoa. There. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that before I said I'd play this game. I want to stop. I want to stop. Well, you can also go do the type of catfish uh, when, you, when you go fishing where you, you just put like peanut butter on your hand and then you, you pull the catfish out. Is that catfish for catfish? You can. You put peanut butter on your finger? <laughs> well, you, really? you put it on your hand, and then the catfish goes on your hand, and you're like, I got him. Really? Yeah. I, I not know. Is oh, yeah. that a real thing? That is a real thing. You can fish with your finger for catfish. How is that not a reality show? 
Oh, I think it is. How is Peanut Butter I, Cat Fisherman not a reality show? I don't know that that's what they call it. Just stick their whole <laughs> arm in peanut butter, pull it out, stick it in the water. Look at all the catfish here. They're like, show up, show up, show up. But you really gave us I'm an, innovator. an insight into. Instead of taping it to his legs, it was in my compression shorts. Yeah, the, again, the, the compression shorts is really where I, I was I let, let you down. Because you got to keep form. Think of how swole you look when you get the <laughs> compression shorts. Look at that guy's quads. Wow. Ridiculous. Quadzilla. <laughs> uh, uh, he may have just strapped on 15 pounds of filet of catfish. If that wasn't enough, Justin Frostberg then came up with his idea for the Predators to get even with the Penguins because now, you know, Pittsburgh police would charge this kid with three crimes. Yeah. Frostberg, your philosophy of... Uh, how the Predators should get even with the Penguins for this? Now, remember, this guy's getting almost, could get up to six years. He's got a lot of legal minds. He's lived a help. good life. <laughs> He's in his mid-20s. Lou Ozzy? Oh, 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 sorry. No, give your idea. Give your idea. Yeah, the Predators need to invite Ozzy Osbourne out to Game 3 to sing the National Anthem, uh-huh. and somebody hand him a penguin that says bat on it, and uh, the rest is history. You want him to bite the head off a penguin? That's the only payback that oh I see. <laughs> I think people would be outraged, though. He would get a standing ovation in Nashville. Uh, he'd have to live in Nashville for the rest of his life. Ladies and gentlemen, live in the, in country legend. There's, better, there's worse places. He announced to... one country legend, then he comes out like a WWE superstar and takes over. He couldn't make it out of Bridgestone Arena ever. He'd have to. You'd be like Tom Hanks in the Terminal. He would just have to live there the rest of his life. No, there you're wrong. I think you're wrong there because Why? he would. He'd be a hero in Nashville. We're not turning you over to the police. <laughs> the cops would look the other way. It'd be like that scene in Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows when the Slytherins say, "There's Harry, get him!" and everybody stands in front of Harry to protect him. There's Ozzy, the guy that bit the head off a penguin. Now we're going to protect Ozzy Osbourne. Here comes That's Carrie Underwood. Here comes Brad Paisley, Jennifer Nettles, Christian Bush. Everybody would be, "Oh, we're going to protect Ozzy. He bit the head off a penguin." See, there you go. Oof. Nashville United. See, that'd be beautiful. All the different <laughs> labels, and they'd have a "We Are the World" kind of moment in support of Ozzy Osbourne. That is not the play of the night, oh. as much as you would think it would be. It's, it's a pretty good not play of the, the night. Play, and we are not condoning that. If anything, it would be a chocolate penguin. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Albert Pujols is now one home run away from absolute Major League Baseball history after this knock in the first inning tonight off of Bartolo Colon. Angels Radio Network on the call. One more home run for Pujols. He gets to number 600 for his Major League Baseball career. He came up three more times in the game, uh, got walked, had a really good pitch hit in his second at-bat to to load the bases, but he lined it uh, foul down the line, got a little bit out in front of it, uh, was not able to connect again. So now it's Pujols watch. Every time he comes up, he's one away from number 600. That's pretty sweet, I mean, that you've hit this point. He's 10 behind. Sammy Sosa on the list right now. And if you go through his records, as we were doing when we were watching it here in the Geico studios, just all of those different categories that he's a top 10 all-time performer. And now you try to figure out exactly his place once he's meant to the game. All of those narratives where people will be scratching their head and trying to figure it out. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Tonight will be known for many things. We helped Tiger Woods 
We told you the reality about Colin Kaepernick. We told you what's going to happen if Jerry West takes over the Clippers, which is a breaking story a few minutes ago. And we have Kefefe. Kefefe. Which maybe we'll get. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm bringing some Kefefe in tomorrow. I, I think we need a reality show just on White House staffers waking up tomorrow with their phones just exploding and seeing how they go through the messages. The best part of waking up is Kefefe in your cup. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. I'm Jason. He's my best friend, Mike Compression Shorts, Cafefe Armin. Coming up next, the big Cafefe himself, Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Cafefe Radio. Cafefe. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 